But no, so once again, got you on this episode, another black people episode. Um, for this phone call, just going to go ahead and discuss, of course, black people, just like we just spoke about. Um, real quick, before I actually get into the question that I'm going to ask you, what is your opinion? Give me a brief description of your opinion on our people, black people. Well, if I would say the first word, it would be uh, lost. Um, and first off, before I continue, I want to say thank you for uh, letting me come on this podcast. I really appreciate it. I think that it's great that us as black folks, as anybody out here, can have a way to get some media out there for people to get some real news, some good news. Mm-hmm. I feel like, with that being said, I feel like our people are lost, you know, and with all the power that we have, or with the control over what we wear and what, what we're our technology that was took in, I feel like we just don't have no rights to anything right now because we let somebody take it take it away from us. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think that as black people, we can eventually come together to get back the things that were taken away from us? That's a good question. I, I do think that we can. Uh, I think it's going to take a lot of uh, suffering to get to that point, even though we already been through so much. That's funny because we can't fix this with with just peace right now because mm-hmm. as black people I think that's what we always been you know and our leaders have been you know infiltrated and we've been betrayed by a lot of our leaders so it's going to be hard to rebuild on the same system it's going to have to be a breakdown and we're going to have to re- re- be able to rebuild from there but I don't think we can do it together I got we might have to go back into separatism mm. okay okay um So my first question that I have for you, do you think that black lives matter or do you really believe that it matters around the world or do you feel like racism still exists? Oh, yeah. Racism definitely still exists. Um, I do feel that black lives matter. I feel like right now at this moment, it's a lot of racist people that want it to be known that they are racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also feel like that's the need right now, so we can drain a swamp from the p- people that are racist. Let let them be known that if you are racist, then you're you are the problem. You know, and this this might be this thing reverse racism thing that's coming out because it might be more of a guilt thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. It might be where the white folks they feel guilty about what their ancestors did, so now they're trying to be nice, but they still fighting them them demons inside them to be racist. So we got to be cautious. You know, as as black people and as people in America all together, and just be uh, sensitive to the matter because white guilt and you know reverse racism is real. Facts, facts. What do you what changes do you think or feel needs to happen um, anytime racism is being exposed? Because of course it does get exposed. It's been getting exposed a lot uh, ever since George Floyd's death and whatnot on um, Facebook around the world. And whatnot. What do you What do you think needs to change? Well, um, we need to start with our youth. Um, I think the children are more important to really get them to understand um, that you know we're trying to change society right now. I think we need to uh, reteach the way uh, slavery and the way uh, blacks are taught in school hmm. to really to really uh, uh, battle the systemic uh, racism. Um, 
I think there should be more reforms as far as uh, maybe not detention centers, but some kind of class for children when they get in trouble or that kind of account that they could go to and be restructured in it. Um, for adults, I'm not too sure on how to deal with adult behavior because that's not my specialty. Mm-hmm. I've been working with children for the last seven years. But I do think that more communications will be better. Either way, like a help hotline or something because there's a lot of people out here that want to be changed, that want to change their racism but don't know how. So maybe we get a, a hotline or something like, you know, for our, for our people or for white people that, that's dealing with that white guilt that want to change. No, nah, I can agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, so typically, um, well, since episode eight, season one, I've been doing a Dear White People segment to where it's, I, I do Dear White People and send out a message to white people that may be listening to the episode. So I want you to provide a message to the white people with your own Dear White People. Dear White People, Black People will always love you. We just hurt them. Mm. I want you guys to mm. try to connect with us, try to connect with your brothers and your sisters, you know, and just look for a second. The veil is being lifted right now. A lot of people can see that it's really out here. A lot of, I, we know that you guys couldn't see it before because your privilege was in front of them, in front of you. You know, now that America is breaking down and it's being re- restructured, putting your putting your part to make sure that uh, that we change the, the systemic racism, mm. putting your part to make sure that it's not going. It's not being swept under the rug again because it can easily be swept under the rug just like it's been all these past years. Mm-hmm. But again, white people, we love you, man. And we and we ain't got no problem. But if we got to do what we got to do, we don't got no problem with white Facts. Facts. That's All right. That's real good shit. Again, you want to go ahead and give the people your information on where they can reach you at? Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Haver Rim. On Facebook, you can find me. H-A-V-E-R-R-H-Y-M. Uh, you can find me on IG as O-B-H-A, that's O-B-H-A-V, uh, O-B-I-E-H-A-V, on Facebook, on Instagram as well. Uh, you can find me on, on YouTube at Have Rhymes. I put a lot of content out on YouTube, H-A-V-R-H-Y-M-E-S. Um, you can find me on all platforms. If you look for Hey Rhymes or Always Be, that's A-L-W-A-Y-Z-E-E. Um, you can find me on all, all, all platforms. I appreciate your time, bro. I appreciate yours as well, man. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. I am your host, your favorite podcast host. I am from Jupiter. You guys know how to spell that. At this point, you do. I don't even need to go over it anymore, but I love saying that. Um, This is episode eight, another black people episode. Now, before I get started, I actually already recorded this episode last night. So I'm actually recording this episode on the day that I'm dropping it today. Um, But I recorded the episode last night, but I didn't have phone calls. Uh, for this episode, I'm able to get a hold of the black people that I know to talk on the mic for the phone calls for the black people episode. You feel me? So I want to I want to keep it traditional. I want to keep things 
moving the same. If there's going to be a change, the change got to be black people come on the episode and discuss black people. You feel me? That's the only change that should happen. But these phone calls got to continue. Um, again, I appreciate you guys' time for tuning in, checking me out. Uh, you can catch me out on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Podbean. You feel me? Uh, please reach out to the podcast show on Instagram, just another podcast show. Facebook, same name. Twitter, JAP Show underscore. And my Twitter personal page, again, I am from Jupiter. So we're actually going to reiterate, you feel me? We're going to keep the same topics for this episode uh, that I had, that I recorded last night. Um, again, only difference is phone calls. Uh, the first thing that I do want to talk about, uh, Columbus, Ohio, there's actually, there's actually a few things I want to go ahead and discuss about the positive right now, but at the end of the show, we're going to discuss the negative. There's a few things that I need to address when it comes to the men in Columbus, Ohio, that are not protecting black women. And again, this is a black people episode. So Of course, majority of the men that I'm referring to are black men. And it's a shame. It is a shame for you guys to be out here screaming that you're protected. You know what? We'll go over it later. I promise we will. Uh, The first thing that I want to talk about with Columbus, Ohio, if you guys have not been downtown um, to see the artwork that's going on all through High Street. Uh, up from high and broad to, you know, campus, short north and whatnot, please go down there and go check out the view. You feel me? Go experience the beauty of life that has been created by the painters of this city. Um, I was amazed at all the artwork that I seen when I went down there. Now, I went downtown Saturday morning. I went I went for a little walk. You feel me? I wanted to try and close out my rings on my Apple Watch. For those that have an Apple Watch, you understand. Um, but, no, I went down there. Uh, I walked from, <clears throat> what was it, the Greyhound bus station. I walked from the Greyhound bus station all the way up to High and Gate. And turned back around and walked back to my car. And when I say it was beautiful, all up and down High Street, it was beautiful. Like, it was just so amazing, bro. You guys got to see the artwork down there. Shout out to the painters in the city that were able to take their pain and express it by using their art. You feel me? They use their platform to express how they feel during these times um, that's going on with black people. You know, Um, again, it's it's beautiful. There's there's a few paintings that caught my eyes. Um, If you guys haven't checked out my Facebook, um, if you're following me on Facebook, check out the pictures that I posted on Saturday. They, again, they're, they're great. Like, they're wonderful views. I enjoyed taking those pictures because 
I could see the passion behind the art. You feel me? I seen the passion that was placed on those walls. I, I, I seen the passion all throughout downtown Columbus, Ohio. And I was proud to say that I'm, I'm from this city. I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my city for putting that together. The one thing that I read up on in regards of those painters um, and the artwork that was placed out downtown, um, the city is actually looking for ways to have the art exhibited or auctioned. I think that's a wonderful idea. I think it's great to at least not, well, yeah, you know, but go ahead and put some money in uh, the the black painters and I'm not for sure if those painters are black or white, but you feel me with, with the emotions behind the artwork. I assume majority of the painters are black. You feel me? So go ahead and pay those black owned painters. Definitely paint them or not paint, but I'm sorry, pay them for the paint work that they put together for Columbus. Do it. I, I honestly think that is a great idea. Or at least, again, put the artwork in a museum so that the city can go out and have that space to be able to view this this artwork. Because it's it's a wonderful view. It's it's a great view. You know? I I, I really think Columbus is Doing something very positive when it comes to the paintwork down there. And I appreciate it. You know, I, I, I appreciate it for someone, for someone that likes to go walk downtown, you know, just to walk, you know, just, just because that's their piece. That's the piece that they refer to take in life and be able to take pictures, you know, of the paintings that were going on it it was beautiful it was really beautiful shout out to columbus man i i really do appreciate y'all for everything that's been going on ever since this whole george floyd death has taken place and whatnot columbus has definitely showed up and showed out you know <laughs> the one thing the one thing i want to discuss about columbus uh, in regards of black people, because again, this is a black people episode. You feel me? Um, so shout out to TJ Horton, aka Bike Man. Um, for those of you who don't know who that is, that is a Columbus individual who has been riding his bike downtown ever since the protest and has been doing Facebook live videos. Um, when he first started, you feel me, everybody was joking and whatnot, making funny comments about the protesting or about Mr. Uh, Horton and shit, you feel me? But the more he went down there, he was consistent and he was staying true to it, you know. He, he was going down there showing respect and showing love and representing Black Lives Matter. And he was also doing it for the people that were at home and 
wanted to catch the views of what was going downtown during the protesting, the rioting, and the looting and whatnot. So shout out to him. Um, caught his Facebook Live last week. And <laughs> it, it's two two feelings I had for black people when I seen that video. <clears throat> the first thing that I felt was art. So they're downtown throwing a block party when they're supposed to be protesting. The whole purpose of being downtown was to protest for and attempt to get justice and get change around the world, not to party. <laughs> but but yet again, this is black people that we're talking about. So my second feeling was eh. It's just niggas. Niggas are doing niggas shit. You can't really be mad at it for real because at any moment or time, excuse me, given place, black people will turn up to whatever. If it, it doesn't matter what the situation is, it doesn't matter the scenario that's been going on. You Again, you can be in a whole coronavirus pandemic. Black people still want to go out and party, go to the bar, get drunk, you feel me, dance in the street, and all that other stuff. It's it's just, it's like nature. <laughs> it really is. It's just nature. Like, black people, again, like I said, I had two feelings. You niggas are being ignorant. Eh. You niggas are being niggas. It's, it's expected. You feel me? So again, shout out to Columbus, cause I I ain't mad, I ain't mad at it. You feel me? Especially for niggas that be out there all day, bro. They've been protesting all day. Maybe they want to do a little turn up. You feel me? Maybe maybe some girls out there want to shake a little ass. You feel me? Let let them go ahead and do it. Ain't nothing wrong with it, for real. I mean, they've been walking all day. You feel me? Protesting, screaming, hollering. They probably losing their voice. You feel me? Let them go ahead and turn up. Give them some water. Shout out to Columbus, man. Shout out to Columbus. Another thing about Columbus that I want to discuss about black owned businesses. Um, all right. So first off, before I even get into the Columbus black owned business, uh, Facebook group that's being created for the city. Shout out to that page as well. Before I get into that, I do want to shout out some black owned businesses. Um, first black owned business that i want to shout out and i've been seeing the growth from the beginning until now you feel me firsthand i want to shout out my girlfriend tequila uh, melts by elaine if you ladies that are tuned in want some wax melts I always call them max welts disregard me but if you if you ladies want some wax melts uh, for your household, definitely reach out to her. Uh, melt again, melts by Elaine. Um, all, all all her stuff smells good. And again, I've seen the growth of her creating this business to where it is today. And she be putting in that work. She she definitely puts in that work to get these melts created. I promise she does. She got this one scent. Um, 
She calls it cocoa melon, but I call it water nut. It's a great scent. You guys got to get it. Got to get it. Definitely reach out to my girlfriend in regards to bells. Uh, shout out to my old co-worker, one of my friends, Ryan Marie. She actually seen me post about it, and she reached out to my girlfriend and ordered some herself before. You feel me? So just going to throw that out there. I want to shout out uh, Baby Cakes by Jay. And again, I may say this name wrong. I believe I said this name wrong, her name wrong last night. Jay Danielle. And again, if if you're listening, please help me. <laughs> so if I'm saying that wrong, let me know. But Baby Cakes by Jay, I want to shout her out. Her business is nice as well, too. I reached out to her twice and did two orders. Um, the first order that I grabbed from her were these cheesecake jars. I got a strawberry one and an Oreo one. Uh, my girlfriend, I gave my girlfriend the strawberry one. I had the Oreo one, but of course I tasted the strawberry one as well. Both of, both of them shits were delicious. Okay. So after I had that jar, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely got to go back and do business with her. So she just celebrated her two year, uh, two years anniversary for her business. So I just placed in an order for, um, cupcakes because again i wanted to go ahead and support because her stuff was good you feel me so i wanted to reach back out and do more business with her um now before i get into this when i placed this order i swear to god y'all i thought i was buying cookies i don't know what i read on her flyer but i swear to god i thought i was buying cookies now when i went to go pick up this order you feel me she came to the door with a box of cupcakes. I said, oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Wait a minute. I thought I was getting cookies. I, I ain't say that to her, but in my head, I'm thinking like, where's the cup? Oh, I'm getting cut. Oh, bro. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And then I get in the car, you feel me? And I had the girls with me. Um, Our daughters. I had them with me. And um, they's like, oh. Can I have? No, nope, mm-mm. no, you cannot. No, you cannot. When I when I got home as well, you feel me, my uh, girlfriend's son. I was taking care of uh, my baby girl, real quick. I was trying to get her together, so I had him go to the car and get my uh, cupcakes out the car and bring them in the house. He came in the house. He was, oh, Mister Brandon, you got cup? Can I get? Nope, no, you cannot. No, no. <laughs> like no y'all cannot maybe maybe the next time the next time i'll try and get y'all something but not this time Mm-mm. shout out to baby cakes by jay uh definitely also want to shout out to samaya uh for dope as mom every time i read dope as mom when it hits my nose feed i say dope as mom but there's no extra s it's dope as mom i eventually i am going to do some business with her. Grab some attire. Definitely, definitely need some shirts from her. You feel me? Because I, I like the concept and the presentation that she's coming with her product. Yes, I need it. I need it. So if you're listening to this episode right now, we we gotta we gotta talk. You feel me? Now, granted, though every 
those three black women businesses that I just gave y'all are black women. Right. All right. So eventually I I can throw this out there as well. I've I've talked about this before. I wanted to do businesses by black women. Still haven't able to get started with those series of episodes, but just like the black people episodes, those episodes are coming as well. And again, that's going to be a series of episodes. You feel me? So y'all be on the lookout, lookout for that. I, I want to definitely get those three black women on air for those episodes as well, but more black women too. Um, a couple more black businesses that I want to shout out in Columbus, shout out to the media group. You feel me? Podcast, uh, local artists, Shout out to uh, Raw's Formation. Shout out to the Overly Opinionated Podcast crew. Uh, Lima, Reem, Marte. Shout out to No Judgment Here Podcast. Shout out to Chanel. Shout out to, again, Artists Noon, Sean Bands, uh, Flex the Monster, Yimbo, Surf Jones, again, Lima. Um, there, There's a few more. Big Belly. You know, Young Truth, Pilot. Um, again, uh, shout out to Trigno. Uh, shout out to Big James. Shout out Zach Fresh. Shout out to a lot of black local Columbus artists. Because, again, they're all, they're all starting their own black-owned business. You feel me? Shout out to the black-owned radio stations that's going on within Columbus, Ohio. I think WTMH Radio is a black-owned station, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but whatever. You feel me? If it is a black-owned business, shout-out to you guys as well. You feel me? I, I've done business with them. Um, it's it's a uh, – even, even though we're not – or not we, but even though they're not in Columbus, you know, my cousin is from Columbus, and he works with this group. Uh, shout out to a seat at the table podcast uh, out in Atlanta. Uh, Marcus Avery, Quentin Thomas. Again, um, I don't know Shorty's name and I don't know the other guy's name. And I do apologize for not knowing your guys' name. I'll grab it again. But I want to shout you guys out. You guys definitely put out great content in your city. You know, I appreciate watching your guys' uh, episodes on YouTube as well. You know, hopefully when this pandemic ends and whatnot, you guys can definitely be at a higher state or a, a, a higher end, you know, in a better position, a way better position. Because right now you guys are, the position that everyone is in is is a great position. It don't matter what position that you're in right now. You may think that you're down, but in all honesty, we're all paying attention. You feel me? We all see you growing. We all see you putting the work and the effort into your business. And and again, that's even that's even for the black businesses within Columbus. You feel me? That's why that that group page on Facebook was created. You know, your work matters. Don't think that your content will be noticed get your stuff out there get your brand out there you feel me join that columbus um 
oh excuse me black owned business page and for those of you that are listening and you guys are a black owned business person you feel me and you don't know the you don't know the way to get into that page reach out to me and i I promise i'll send you guys the invite because i've already sent the invite out to a couple people that i know you feel me that are working on their businesses i've seen a few of joining i even reached out to some people out in uh dayton you feel me that got their own business going on and sent them in the group you feel me even though it says columbus but still it's black owned let's go ahead and get everybody together you feel me don't don't hold back your work man don't ever hold back your work i appreciate columbus for putting that group together i think it was two black women that put that group together um that group is very inspirational and motivational definitely is if you again if you guys are not in that group get in that group because you'll see a lot of black owned business people try and work together you'll see a lot of people try to reach out and connect with other businesses to do more work or to grow into a bigger business and it's a beautiful sight to see because one that's something columbus needs and two during these times as black people we all need to come together and work together because it's very important right now we need each other we definitely need each other man i don't think you guys understand how important it is for black people to really protect one another right now we need to protect these children we need to protect uh these men these black women it's it's important that we all protect each other right now, yo, because they're obviously trying to get rid of us. They out here, and when I say they, I'm referring to the white people. You know, they're acting as if we did something bad to them. And they're trying to kick us off the land and shit. Like, bruh, we created this shit. We should be kicking y'all out of here. Like, in all reality. You guys are the problem. The only changes that need to be made within the world is getting rid of the white people. What is it that you guys can do for us? But you feel me? That's that's really going to help and benefit us. You know, as of right now, you guys ain't doing nothing but hurting and harming us. And quite frankly, as you can see, black people are tired of it. We are definitely tired of it. All right. If you haven't noticed, I mean, everything is really getting destroyed. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> do what you guys want, but stop killing black people. That's really all it is to it, for real. Just stop killing black people. I know that's a little hard for you guys to understand and whatnot, and I don't know why it's that hard, but yeah. You feel me? I'm about to make another phone call. Uh, Black man. What's good, bro? Yo, what's good with my guy, though? Shit, shit, man. Getting up. All right, all right. Oh man, I'm about to get yeah, I'm I'm getting on that later. Yeah, I'm yeah, my free little 
I, I told you, yeah, they they coming out here with the clutch, bro, with that super clutch. I'm about to kill the fuck out somebody. Somebody just killed me. I was in a mission. I'm about to kill them with my orbital cannon. 500K. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real, real quick, real quick, though. Um, So I do got you on air, currently recording for just another podcast show, episode eight, another black people episode. You want to go ahead and give the people your information on where they can reach you at? What's happening? It's uh, it's twelve noon. Uh, you can reach me at IG. It's kind of like my main social media at twelve noon. That's T W E L V E N double O N. Make sure you hit me up. And I think it got a four at the end. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I I think it do. And for the for those of y'all um that haven't tuned in, me and Noon, we did do vibes two episode three. Uh, first season, you feel me? So, again, if you missed out on that episode, go back, check it out. All right? So, I got you on air real quick uh, just to discuss about, of course, black people. Um, let me pull up my note real quick so I can ask you this question. All right. Now, in regards of Black Lives Matter, do you feel as if the people around the world really understand uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, or do you feel like racism still exists? Uh, first and foremost, racism still exists, for sure. It's just in different formats. I mean, this is one of the first things that I've realized. Um, it's a thing, for sure. Racism, whether it's systemic or, you know, any type of racism or whether it's just blatantly in your face. Mm-hmm. It definitely it definitely exists. I mean, like, um, I've been doing a lot of reading and researching, and it's, it's really like, it's, it's a lot of systems that we have to overcome to really officially thwart racism. And that goes back to me saying the systemic racism that we deal with, there's like thousands and thousands of different systems that we have to overcome to officially eradicate racism from the world. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. Well, oh, what do you think, what type of changes do you think needs to happen when racism is being exposed? Because of course we all know it is still being ex- exposed by the white people. I've been seeing it a lot more lately on Facebook. So what what changes do you feel need to happen anytime people express racism? Well, I mean, it's always the pen is going to be mightier than the sword. Um, I try to keep that mind state, you know, how, however, no matter how emotional you might get, or how triggered you might get at something, you always got to remember the pen is mightier than the sword. So anything that we can do on paper is ten times more effective than what we can do in person. Like, like, and I relate this to, like, hey, somebody call you down where to your face. Yeah, you slap them, you can punch them or whatever. But at the same time, you can find out where that person works. You can report that to that person's job. You can report that above. You can basically go over their head and... Mostly, it's like we need to have laws passed, which we, we're getting them passed. But 
I mean, it, it's a lot more laws that we got to get more, get passed, man. To to make these hate crimes, you know, be highlighted as as a serious thing mm-hmm. in the judicial uh, judicial system. As soon as we do that, then then people start thinking twice about these racist acts. But it will still always be just racism underlying. It'll always be there because you always have them people. Okay. Those families, yeah, you always got those families who really push that that racist, racist yeah. uh, narrative. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. On the last couple of Black People episodes, I've done my Dear White People segment to where, you know, I'll say Dear White People and then provide a message to white people in regards of what they need to do or what they shouldn't do. Um, if you could provide a message to white people... I would like to hear your own Dear White People, please. Um, okay. Um, I would just say, Dear White People, relating to black people is so much more than just standing out and protesting. Now, I am very grateful. Mm-hmm. For all, all of those who frontline themselves and really put themselves out there to stand for our cause, and trust me, it does not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. That is literally the tip of the iceberg. When you want to talk about, you don't get a position at a job because of your skin color. You don't even get mentioned for something because of your skin color. Like it gets so, so much deeper than that, and then it goes all the way down to our teachers. It's like. Our teachers, they know better. So it's like dear white teachers, too. Teach real history in your classes. Like, it, I can't help but think back to all the wrong history that I've been taught throughout my youth. And it's like, when you think of that, you're like, all right, I'm the child. They're the adult. And they know damn well this is the wrong history they're teaching us. Mm-hmm. Do right and and real and really act morally and 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 not for a check, especially if you're a teacher. Because I mean, I remember there was a time where a lot of sympathy was passed out to teachers, but look at all this wrong, falsified information that's getting pushed to a whole race of people. Mm -hmm. That that's part of the problem too. So, you know, that's kind of like my 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 one A one B. My one A is dear white people. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. With, with COVID and and a lot of the protesting, this is the tip of the iceberg of you relating to the struggle of a black person. Mm-hmm. And and one B is dear white teachers, if you know what's right, teach what's right. Just that simple. Yeah, definitely don't be giving out the wrong information. Nah, I, I definitely do appreciate your time. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually going to discuss that next that next thing that I had too um, about Black Mask. I'm about to discuss that real quick. Uh, but yeah, I I do appreciate your time. You said you about to uh, be on GPA. How long you about to be on GPA? Man, I'm I'm on this thing, man. All right, bet. On for for a few hours because I ain't been playing in a couple weeks. All right, right big so. bet, big bet, big bet. Once I get done recording, I'm gonna see what's up with my kid, and then I'm gonna let you know what's up. Alright. Yep. My nigga, you feel me? 
giving y'all that that info in regards to black people. But no, I do want to touch base uh, just to piggyback of piggyback off of what he was saying uh, in regards of white people showing support. Um, now, I actually came across a post um, yesterday in regards of people out in Europe and the the Middle East or whatever uh, wearing blackface as to supporting um, the crisis that black people are going through right now. I uh, definitely want to speak my opinion on that um, because one thing's for certain, for certain, you know, when you look at these women, you can tell they're white women, you know, and for them to portray themselves as to wearing black skin to try and understand what black people are going through for the pain and the trauma and whatnot it's it's disgusting and very disturbing to even come across i mean now white people you can understand our pain by listening to us by talking with us not to us or at us um you know being reasonable with within conversations that black people have to offer to you um when we try to express to you what we're going through how we feel what we mean by black lives matter you know you do not have to wear a black mask or cover yourself in a black skin to say that oh i understand the pain that you guys are going through you know i really do so i want to go ahead and look exactly like you guys so that you guys understand that we are supporting you that's not support it's not support at all again just like just like my boy said you feel me tip of the iceberg that you guys are standing with us or speaking out with us and supporting us you feel me but you do not need to wear a black mask to support us you don't to me and of course i i i truly believe other black people are going to think this as well it's very disrespectful to wear a black mask and say that you're representing support for black people stop doing that shit okay that shit is trash it's very disgusting and it doesn't need to happen all right you your your skin color yeah your skin your skin color does not have to be black to understand what we're going through okay I really hope that if there are white people listening, that you just understood that dear white people I just gave you. <laughs> For real. And I didn't even use the pound sign on that one. But golly. Man, like, it, it, it just be so ridiculous for real because white people will stress that shit. And I don't, I don't get why. Like, I really don't. Like, just act like you got some damn heart, man. For real. Whew. Um, the next thing I want to discuss, though, uh, we're gonna jump into Atlanta. You feel me? Um, 
first off, I want to go ahead and give a moment of silence to Mr. Rayshard Brooks. All right. Rest in peace, Mr. Brooks. So, the story on Mr. Brooks. And just like I said last night when I was recording this episode, you feel me? I understand both ends, but in all reality, this man didn't need to lose his life. I honestly feel like this police officer could have helped this man get home and chose not to. You know why he chose not to help him? I don't know. You know, maybe he was so-called doing his job, but at some point, he was not doing his job. But again, we're going to talk about it. So, Mr. Brooks, black man, 27-year-old black man at that. Young age, right? Um, I believe he was visiting Atlanta, Georgia. The story on this man is that he was at Wendy's drive-thru. I guess he fell asleep behind the wheel too drunk um a cop one cop ended up coming over to his window knocking on the window to get him up he didn't wake up at first excuse me so the cop had to knock a couple more times then mr brooks ended up waking up once mr brooks woke up he was able to talk to the police officer for a few um after he talked to the police officer you know uh the police officer told him to go park and whatnot. Next thing you know, another police officer came on the scene and whatnot, pulled up. Now, I want I want to remind you guys, I've seen two different videos for for this scenario. Now, the second video, when that second cop was coming to the scene, <clears throat> it in the description, it said that it was a former Atlanta police officer. I know I'm not that blind and I wasn't wearing my glasses, but I know for a fact it said a former Atlanta police officer. But if it was a former police officer, why is he pulling up in a cop car and wearing a uniform? So I don't I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so he pulled up, you know, talking with Mr. Brooks, um, asked Mr. Brooks a couple questions and whatnot, you know, gave him the little sobriety test, asked him how many drinks that he had. Now, Mr. Brooks at first said he had two, but then he his story changed because uh, then at one point he said he had one. Then he asked, then he said he had one and a half, but he said it was margaritas. He didn't know what he drunk though. You you feel me? Like his 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 story just wasn't consistent for the police officer. So the police officer, you feel me? Of course, was talking with him and whatnot. Blah blah blah. Asked him to take a breathalyzer test. At first, you could see Mr. Brooks was not trying to take this test. So at that point, in my mind, I'm already thinking like, yeah, he's he's drunk. But then he's just like, you know what? I don't want no problems with the law. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll take the test. So the cop goes and gets the test or whatever, comes back, and Mr. Brooks blows into it and whatnot. Don't know what range or percentage uh, he was at. 
I'm not sure they discussed that part, but they're still talking, you know. Um, Mr. Brooks even told the police officer, like, hey, officer, again, I don't want to get in trouble with the law. I can leave my car right here. I can go walk home. My sister lives right down there. This and the third. I can just walk. You feel me? And the police officer wasn't trying to allow that to happen. He he was being an asshole about it. And I know he was being an asshole about it. His statement was, why do you need to walk home? You don't you don't feel safe or comfortable enough to drive home like. Bro, you see you see this man is drunk. All right. Like, you, you know, he's fucked up. He just told you prior to all this. He just told you that he came down here to see his mom's gravesite. You feel me? His mom passed away a couple years back and also came down here to celebrate his daughter's birthday. You feel me? Like, let let that let this man go home. Like, that officer really could have let him went home. And it's just tragic that he didn't. So, of course, the next thing, you know, the police officer ended up trying to arrest him. Uh, both officers did. And in the first video, now what I seen was uh, the officers tussling with Mr. Brooks and whatnot. And then the camera went off. In the second video, I seen everything that happened. I seen Mr. Brooks was trying to get away from the officers and whatnot, you know. Um <clears throat> One of the officers ended up pulling out his taser gun. Um, Mr. Brooks is still fighting to get away from the officers. He's resisting arrest at this point. You know, he's he's not trying to get in no harm. He wasn't trying to do do no time, I guess. Um, at the same time, ended up reaching for the taser gun that was being pointed at him. Once Mr. Brooks was able to get on his feet. Now what I seen, I either seen him punch or push the police officer off him. And he was able to get that taser gun. And I'm not sure if he shot it at the police officer or if he just pointed it at the police officer. But one of those two happened. Uh, the next thing, you know, you see Mr. Brooks running, running away from the officers. You see one officer chasing him and then you see the other one back. And next thing you know, you hear a couple gunshots. As you know, at that point, you see Mr. Brooks fall to the ground. And, yeah. So, that that happened out in Atlanta, Georgia, at a Wendy's um, parking lot. Now, it's, and again, it's tiring, yo. It's tiring. Like, and again, I see both parts. I understand you know, at that point, the police officer was just trying to do his job and arrest him. But Mr. Brooks was resisting the arrest. Now, when me and my girlfriend, we we talked about the situation. Uh, the one thing she brought up <clears throat> when we did talk about it, she was like, you know, what happened to police officers just shooting the injured? Why does it always have to be shoot to kill? I'm pretty sure that police officer could have shot him in his leg, you know, and then take him take, take him to jail whatever needs to be done they didn't have to kill him i can agree with her on that 
you know, because at the end of the day, they didn't need to kill him at all. You knew how intoxicated he was. You knew how fucked up he was. Why'd you guys kill him? You feel me? Like it's and it's so unfair because they'll these they'll and again when I say they I mean white people they will scream out it's not about racism but in all reality it's always about racism. Mind you <clears throat> the same scenario just happened at a different location. With a white man. Alright. I, I want you guys to hear me. Same situation. Happened at a different location. With a white man. Alright. White man was either drugged up. Or he was drunk. One of the two. Got into it. With the police officers. Uh, so I guess the situation was. He ended up. Snatching. One of. Um a police officer's taser gun off their holster and was pointing it at him. Next thing you know, he was pointing it at the security officers. And then another officer came, I believe, and he was pointing it at him. So he was basically pointing it at everybody. This is a white man. Now, let's discuss what happened to this white man after he did that. All right. And he was also tased. Hmm. I just want to throw that out there. Y'all want to know what happened to this white man? Let me go ahead and talk about it. And again, this these same scenarios happened on the same weekend. This past weekend, Friday, Saturday. You feel me? Friday, Saturday. This just happened. So, this white man was charged with taking a weapon from an officer. Four counts of aggravated assault against a public servant. And resisting arrest. Do you guys want to know what happened to Mr. Rayshard Brooks? But yet these white people are screaming, this is not about racism. Hmm. Sounds a little retarded to me because it definitely does show that it is racism. Because again, he shouldn't have died. Or if you guys are going to kill him. Which you shouldn't have. Y'all should have killed that white man as well. Oh, but no. He's a white man. I'm sorry. He was never going to die to begin with. It's it's trash how they did that, man. It really is. So, again, I, I want to go ahead and show my con- my love and respect and condolences to Rayshard Brooks and to his family as well. Justice needs to be served for him. Now... I do also want to give you guys the update on that Wendy's location where Mr. Brooks died at. So I did read up on this as well. Um, That Wendy's location got taken down. All right. It got burned down to the fucking ground. And again, no justice, no peace. Like you guys should have understood that after George Floyd's death, you guys should have gotten that. From there, but yet, no, you, you you didn't want to. So now, again, protesters went off, showed the fuck out. So they were protesting during the day, of course, being peaceful, but they were all protesting around that Wendy's. You feel me? Once sunset hit, it was a wrap. 
it was a fucking rap from there. They started smashing shit up, started uh, throwing things at the windows. Uh, the fire actually started inside that Wendy's. So, hey, that's what the fuck y'all get. Y'all really should have did something because I'm pretty sure multiple Wendy's employees that night were watching the situation that was going on with Rayshard Brooks and the police officers. So I honestly feel like those employees should have came out and helped him. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck him. Fuck your location. Your location is going down. Period. And it's it's really fuck Wendy's for real because, you know, they, they fund for Trump. Who the fuck? Oh, we we as black people love Wendy's. We spend our dollars with y'all. But yet you want to fund Trump? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Especially not during this time. That's a wrap. Ever since, ever since I found out about that shit, bro, I haven't been to Wendy's since. I haven't. Mm-mm. And, and it's a shame. Excuse me, because I actually love Wendy's. You feel me? Like. Bro, their chicken sandwiches are probably better than Popeye's. I'm not going to hold you. Fire as fuck. And their Wendy's breakfast. Like, whoever said that shit was trash, like, you guys got to go to hell. Because that shit's fantastic. All right? But it's not fantastic enough for me to spend my money on anymore. Because, again, they support Trump. I ain't I ain't with that. So, Mm-mm. So yeah. So, Wendy's got burned out. Point blank period. <laughs> shout out, shout out. I I don't know where that was at though. Or no, I'm sorry. I was thinking about the um the white man scenario. So shout out to Atlanta. All right. Also as well with Atlanta, I want to go ahead and give appreciation to Lil Baby. Lil Baby just dropped his music video and song, The Bigger Picture, uh, which represented Black Lives Matter. Uh, George Floyd um, and wanting a change and justice around the world, you know, for black people. I thought it was an amazing video and song, to be honest. I actually love the song. I I can't stop listening to it, to be honest. And then when I do listen, when I do listen to it, I feel as if I can hear I can't breathe throughout the whole song in the background. So that's me. But um. I know I came across a post in regards of Lil Baby dropping this song um, to where somebody was like, oh, uh, when Cole, Kendrick, Lamar, uh, Nas, and Common were dis- had this same concept of music being dropped, you know, nobody was paying attention to it. Uh, everybody was saying it was sleepy music and whatnot. But now that Lil Baby puts... Uh, a couple songs to the side about jewelry, cars, monies, and dope, and hoes, and whatnot. Oh, all of a sudden, he's the GOAT because he drops a song about lo- Black Lives Matters and whatnot? That's not the case. In my in my honest opinion, that's not the case at all. I look at it like this. Because Lil Baby is 26, 27, or whatever. Uh, so, he's young. So, for him to express himself... By using his platform as a as a industry artist, yeah, I feel like he's the goat for that because we, of course, we all know J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and then we're doing it, but we're not talking about them. 
okay because we already know they're going to continue dropping those type of music they're not going to revert back to jewelry cars monies and hoes little baby is of course because that's that's his lane but he opened pandora's box for other industry artists in my opinion he did that shit because you don't see any other artists discussing what's going on around the world as much as Lil Baby. Now, Lil Baby, in this song, just by this, just in this song specifically, he discussed the coronavirus. He discussed um, the police killing black people. Um, he discussed voting. You feel me? Uh, the pandemic. Uh, like, he's... He's acknowledging everything that's going on right now, you know? So why why can't we call Lil Baby the GOAT? Especially if you've paid attention to the Lil Baby from when he started to where he is now, you can tell there's growth within his music. Lil Baby has grew within these years, bro. He really has because even from his last album to his most recent album, Growth. And you can hear you can hear the growth because it seems like the album that he dropped in 2018 was more so a dark time for him. It seemed, and I could be wrong, but it seemed like it was more more so a dark time for him. But 2020 is a whole different feel for him. It looks as if more he's shining. He's he's in the light. He's in the spotlight. You feel me? And he's taking position to be seen and I, I i like that about Lil baby i really do i enjoy listening to Lil baby so for him to drop the bigger picture in regards of black lives matter i'm very appreciative for it and to be honest i hope to god i hear more music in regards of black lives matters from Lil Baby, and not even just from Lil Baby, from other artists as well. Because I can tell you right now, name me an artist. Name me an artist right now. Not We're not talking about the old artists. Name me an artist right now that's talking about the things that's going on around the world as much as Lil Baby. I'll wait. You ain't got nobody. Who you gonna say? Future? No. Lil Uzi? No. The Baby? No. Definitely not Takashi six nine. No, Drake avoiding tax, paying taxes. Can't can't say him. Kanye. No, like I'm just saying. Like, come on, y'all. Like y'all, y'all can't try to downplay Lil Baby for real. Lil Baby was able to put in that work. He put in that effort. He he's doing a great. He's doing a great fucking job. He really is. And I've been saying it for the past couple of days. Lil Baby, the hardest rapper in this generation right now. I'll, I'll debate that shit with anybody. I really will. Because I, I wish a nigga would come up to me and like, nah, NBA young boy better than... Get the fuck out of my face, man. You tripping. You tripping. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, man. And and also as well, that's I mean, if you guys are listening to this episode via SoundCloud, you know, all the music for this episode will be little baby music. Because again, 
little baby appreciation. Shout out to my nigga, and he's a Sagittarius, so that nigga's definitely the GOAT. Y'all better stop fucking hating. Stop fucking hating. Alright? Now, the last thing that I want to talk about on on this episode is and and it's it's so hard it really is it's it's so hard to discuss because i'm i'm so disgusted in it for real all right so the one thing that i wanted to talk about in regards of black people once again for this episode um i am very ashamed and very disturbed and disgusted and bothered by the black men in Columbus, Ohio, that state that they are all for women empowerment. They are all for black women and they that they are all for protecting black women. Um, this is trash, like, because I really... I didn't like talking about it last night, and I really don't like talking about it right now, for real. Because I mean, it's not—it's not too much that I could say on it. Because what what I say on it is not going to fix the problem, you know. Um, I truly believe the apologies that the men had to offer to the women that had to go through this shit is not anything that is going to solve or fix the issues that have been created. So I think for like a week, week and a half now, there's been a Twitter page it's called T O S U safe. Um, and this Twitter page has been exposing a lot of men, majority black men that have been accused of rape. Uh, sexual harassment, sexual abuse, abuse, uh, mental abuse, physical abuse, all, all that stuff, you know. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I was nosy. You know, I, I was, my eyes were glued on that page for like the first three, four, five days um, in regards of the men that were going around on that page um again very very hard to talk about because again me like i've never been through these type of situations i would never do no shit like this i i would hope to god no woman that i know or that i love or you know anybody that i care about has ever been through any of this for real because that's that's not something to play about and it's not anything to joke around about um and it's not cool like whatsoever it's just not cool and for the men out there that were posted on that page to be accused of this and it and it's so it's so many you feel me like it's so many men and it's so many accusations that were placed on them to where you start reading the comments and you're like, yeah, this this person did it. This person definitely did it. Especially when the person that gets accused reaches out to women that they believe was the one that exposed them. 
You feel me? And then that gets posted from the same Twitter page. So it's like you guys are disgusting, man. You guys are you guys are not men whatsoever. Like that's not cool whatsoever for y'all to be out here doing these women like that, bro. It's that's fucking tragic, man. Because in all honesty, like when I was reading that shit, I was reading as it like what if that was one of my girls? You feel me? What if that was one of my girls that were uh, sending in those submissions stating that they were going through this with uh, some guy that they used to date or whatever and that they thought cared about them and really or that they thought loved them and whatnot? Well, what if what if this was one of my girls? You know, and I was just reading it like that and I really got pissed because it's just like, man. Some of you men out here are fucking dirty, dog. Like y'all dirty, y'all y'all can't be trusted. Like it, it and it and it just shows. Like that page exposed y'all. Period. Like and I see I seen a few men on there talking about some um you know, I don't I don't remember that situation, but if it happened, I do apologize for it. Blah 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 like what what can your apology do for them? Please tell me. What can it do? Because now you feel me, you got it inflicted in their mind that they can't trust too many men and they can't trust many men's words now because of whatever you might have said to them and what you have done to them. You know, again, a lot of black men out here took advantage of a lot of black women out here and that's that's terrible because again during these times yo we need to protect each other especially for being a black man when it's a known fact that you're supposed to be the leader you feel me you're supposed to be not not the one she necessarily follows but you're supposed to make sure you teach her things and help her grow and want want to see her grow and learn things you know Y'all out here doing the the wrong stuff. Y'all are doing the opposite. Like y'all not y'all not teaching them nothing. Y'all hurting them, man. Like and and again, I I want to apologize to the women that had to go through those situations. And again, I I know I know it it, it hurts. You know, I know that your your mental might not be where it needs to be. Um you know your body may not be where you want it to be um, because of what you had to go through and again my apology ain't gonna do nothing you feel me but i know it hurts them you feel me i know it hurts them especially because they looked up to majority of the men that was posted on that page as protectors Some of those men on there were seen as protectors or providers. You feel me? Like they viewed you as somebody that they could see taking care of a black woman. Now you guys, you just tarnished yourself. Like your, your name has been dragged through the mud now. Like now you're being seen as a whole completely different person. A whole completely different person. It sucks, man. Like, it really does. 
and who's who's to say you know those those same ladies may look at all men like that now like now now you we should all understand when black women are saying men are trash when they say men are trash they're referring to these type of men and you're not even a man you're not you're not a man at all it's it's crazy let me let me try and make this phone call Yo, what's going down? What's up, bro? Shit, man, chilling, man, chilling. So right now, what I'm doing, um, I'm recording my another Black People episode, episode eight. Uh, I got you on the mic. You want to go ahead and give the people your information on where they can reach you at? You can reach me on Instagram, Mr. Sneak Senior. That's M R S N E A K Senior. And Twitter is going to be Sneaker Garcon. All right, all right. So I got you on the mic uh, real quick just to discuss black people. Um, first and foremost, uh, I know you went down for the protesting. Um, how was the feeling for you when you went downtown to protest for the city? Um, it was a different feeling for me. Um, it wasn't as crowded. You know, but for me, you know, coming off my leg condition, you know, my, my parents, they weren't for me to even attempt to do that. But, and I feel like it was my duty to at least get out there. It inspired me, honestly, bro, to see all the paintings, bro. Those paintings were just very, very dope. Mm-hmm. And deep depth, you know, so seeing those paintings, bro. Just that, that kind of opened up my opened up my eyes to see that there are a lot of talented people out here, you know. Facts. And it was real to see, you know, people out there. There was actually people painting while we were marching. I'm like, they still out here painting, you know what I mean? So mm. that 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 showed me some form of unity, you know, people coming together to show talent and showing what they got out here during these hard times. Facts, facts. Yeah, I just I was discussing about that earlier too. I yeah, I was definitely appreciative of the artwork that I seen when I went down there, man. And it, you're right, yep. it's definitely a lot of talent, and um, it, and it looks like there's gonna be more to come in regards of those painters. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's that's definitely a dope feeling. Um, hold on. All right, so let me get your take real quick on Black Lives Matter. Do you feel like all around the world, people truly understand or believe uh, the concept of Black Lives Matter, or do you feel like racism still exists? Still exists, bro. This, it still exists. I think this is going to be a never-ending battle, but I feel like a real small <clears throat> with progression has been made, but we're, we're not we're not where we need to be at at all. Mm. 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 Now, do you do you think we will eventually get to where we need to be, or it's very hard to say we will because it's been going on before slavery, you know, and this is now we're in twenty twenty and nothing has changed really. So it's very hard for me to say it'll 
one day change, you know. Mm-hmm. I would love to say it, but I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that there's always going to be some type of racism somewhere, wherever you go. Right, right. Very true, very true. Okay, now... um what uh, this is a question I haven't asked yet to the callers that I've already called. What is your take on protecting black women? I mean, that's very, very special to me because you know, I was made by a people when she's black. So it's not only black women, but we need to protect black people in general. Really. Yeah, black women, yes, you know, because I, I know we're. We had some conversations as to what was going on over the last couple of weeks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So that's that that's where that's coming from. That needs to definitely change. That's that's not cool at all. But just not just women in general, black people need to be careful. It's to the point now, bro, when I step out, my mom is calling me to make sure I got to my destination safely. And when I get off work, she's like, Are you off here? Are you okay? Mm. And it's like, she has to worry if I got home safe. You know what I mean? Like, this is a crazy town you're living in now, man. It, Sad it, to say, but it, it is. It really is. It really is. And I, I, I hate to see it, man, to be honest. Um, oh, excuse me. All right. Oh, excuse me again. Last thing. So, I had... Of course, um, for the last couple of black people episodes, I was doing a Dear White People segment where I provide a message um, to white people. So I would like for you to provide to provide your own Dear White People message. Um, dear White People, I just want to say, please, if you, if you have a racist in yourself, if you're a racist person yourself, keep, keep it to yourself. Don't insult like your kids. Because mm. that's how it starts. You know, one race, one person is racist. You start with their kid, and then blossoms gone. You know, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that. If you if you want to be a racist person, by all means, be racist. But you don't have to kind of elevate that to your vanity. You know, so mm-hmm. that's my message. If you want to be racist, keep it away from your kids because your kids, you know, that's the generation that will be tomorrow. They don't need to know. No, that's real. That's real. Cause the the other calls that I made today, they said they said the same thing. Damn near, like we gotta we gotta go ahead and uh, educate these kids, man, um, and try to prevent this shit from happening. Because racism is not going to stop for real uh, until it stops within people's households and. But I mean, we can't we can't control everybody's household. But I mean, it would just be nice to see, you know. Right. And it's crazy. Then you know me, bro. I'm all about unity. You know, I mean, we've had conversations about this, you know, prior. You feel me? I love white women. I love mm-hmm. women. Period. Not black, not white. I just love women. I don't. I don't discriminate. I've dated whites. I've dated blacks. Mm-hmm. But now it's like there's times that the times. It's making it's, it's kind of being hard for me now. It's like it's some eye opening time now. You know what I mean? It's like now I kind of gotta go back to myself and dig deep a little bit. Facts, facts. Now that's real sick. Yes, sir. 
Alright, well I do appreciate your time, man. I'm actually getting ready to close this episode. Just gotta say a couple more things and then yeah. I'm gonna hit you up in the chat. Alright, man, I appreciate it always. Juke, love always, my brother, everybody. Follow your boy IG again, Mr. Sneak Senior. M R S N E A K S R for your kicks. You know what to do. Sneaker got Sean on Twitter. Yes, sir. Ooh. Black fist up in the air. Good shit, good shit. Yes, sir. All right, bro, I made you up. All right, brother. Yep. So, yeah, you know, um, this, again, was episode eight, another black people episode. I appreciate your guys' time for tuning in to this episode. I really do. Uh, I, I appreciate the callers my brothers for answering their phones today and speaking up and speaking out um as a black person as a black man um you know again uh be on the lookout episode nine will be on the way soon uh we're actually going to be recording that this coming weekend so yeah be on the lookout for that i'm gonna end the show with of course more little baby tunes um so i appreciate you I love you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. I am your favorite podcast host. I am from Jupiter. Reach me on my Twitter, uh, JAP show underscore Instagram. Just another podcast show. Facebook, just another podcast show. All right. Peace.